Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This is episode 135. Holy crap. Yeah, we're getting there. And we this is chapter three of Foreign Horror Month. We are in May, March, May, 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 May. It's the M1. <laughs> Yep. And so, uh, going off of the track that Rubber was, it's like, oh, that's an American movie. No, it wasn't. It was French, kind of. Uh, we <laughs> another one that is English kind led, kind of. Kinda. Uh, there's a ton of actually other languages in this movie, uh, not American, but we went with a Swedish horror film. Uh, actually, a moderately new one. This one came out in 2019. It's very new. And it comes from the director, Ari Aster. He did Hereditary, uh, another film that got tons of, like, awards and, like, just... I saw that. Have you seen it? No, I have not seen it. It looks really good. I watched the trailer for it, and I was like, oh, fuck. And I put it down on our to-be-watched list. Yeah, apparently that one's ridiculous. And the second that movie came out and it did great, they instantly greenlit his next idea, which was Midsummer. Like instantly, they they let him go. So the company that does these films and actually helped Ari Aster get big was A24. So I know they have a movie coming out soon, uh, The Green Knight. Yep. They're doing I'm that. very excited about oh, that. Oh, are they the ones behind that one? Yep. Yes. Uh, they uh kind of like uh not shutter but uh there's a company that is involved with shutter uh and they just snatch up like independent people that have really good ideas kind of like host they were like oh i have this idea for a seance on on zoom and they're like oh we'll, we'll give you the money you for that like bloom house or something like that yeah bloom house they do that too they snatch people up and just give them money to like finish their ideas uh a24 they're doing really good they've made tons of really good movies i've heard about yeah uh, not just horror they they do all sorts of they, stuff. they run the gamut so i'm really excited for the green knight like it looks, it looks good fucking good it looks like it'll be really good Death if Patel anything it'll be wrong. if anything it'll be beautiful yeah i'll tell you that yeah but yeah this is ari aster's second film and uh it's funny i read that this movie kind of it was going to be just a straight slasher film involved with the whole situation that's going on but Ariaster added in some relationship issues because he was going through a breakup and so he added some stuff to it so that's why Christian and Danny have their situations uh, yeah this movie the relationships in this movie are not good nope. <laughs> they all fall apart this movie is very depressing uh, this movie is a lot it's crazy but uh, it's one of those types of horror films where uh, it's tons of symbolism everywhere. Tons of pictures will pop up for a couple of seconds. And I learned that just about every portrait anywhere in the movie had something to do with the plot. Every tapestry. The, not even tapestries. So in, Danny's apart- in Danny's apartment, she had a, a picture of a giant bear with a little girl in front of it. And so I was like, oh, in, in her parents' rooms, they had a picture of her and her hair was covered with flowers. So it was a lot of weird stuff. Like later on, when you go back and look at it, you're like, oh, it's like oh, Easter eggs everywhere. Yeah. Uh, this movie is full of that and tons of symbolism. Yeah, if you look at the first screen, you'll know the whole movie. Right. You look to the right of his butt crack. Yeah. It's a ghost. And you're like, oh, shit, I didn't see that. I just saw a butt crack. I was looking at that. 
Yeah. Uh, tons of faces that just appear in things. Uh, tons of giant faces in trees that just you see it and you're like, was that a fucking face? What is that? Answer? Uh, yes. Uh, family members that shouldn't be there just being in places. And it's like, oh, uh, this movie is full of just everything. Uh, this is instantly going to be a film that I grab a copy of because I just want to sit with the commentary. I just want to listen to it and just see everything they did with it. Uh, so Midsummer, before I got get deep into the story, Midsummer. If you have not seen it, it is a wild ride. Go a good watch one. it because this is not. We're not going to be able to make. You're not going to be able to make sense of what we're talking about if yeah. you nope. haven't seen this movie. It, it, it is a fucking trip. It's it's literally crazy. like 15 shroom trips in this film. Yeah, uh, this one's a crazy one. So it's funny um, when this movie came out, Sweden, which is you know it's in, involved with Sweden customs and stuff, Swedish. Uh, they thought this was a black comedy. <laughs> They were like, ah, that's crazy. And, you know, they, they actually, like, were laughing at points. They were like, oh, that's crazy. Uh, they enjoyed it, but they were just like, that's wild. So, I mean, mm. that's part for the course of, you know, things that bother us. And I'm like, oh, that's not right. I guess that's like another country making, like, a 4th of July horror movie. And we're like, that's not how that goes. Like, what are you talking about? People have fireworks in their bodies and explode or something. Just I'd watch that. I'd watch the shit out of that. <laughs> Uh, Ariana Grande, she said this is one of her favorite films of all time. She actually had a themed party, like midsummer party situation. She loves That's a lot. This, loves this movie. Yeah, uh, go to that party. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, one fun fact: after the movie was done, they um, put up props and things from the movie for charity for uh, Fire Department New York FDNY, uh, this foundation. And the dress that Danny gets into later, $65,000 for charity. It's a beautiful dress. Absolutely amazing. The one at the end? Yeah, the May Queen dress. Uh, it's good. So uh, tons of things, tons of props. Uh, bear situations were mm. a lot of money. Uh, giant mallets went for a lot of money. I uh, bet. <laughs> Uh, I bet they did. Tons of really cool props in this movie. They're like, this is the mallet that did these things. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll pay 5000 bucks for that. No. Uh, this, this, it's great. So, um, yeah, if you haven't seen it, please watch it. So, like always, we'll get into the story, which is, I don't know, it kind of moves. It was like, what, two hours long, but. Two and a half. But it's it, a long ass movie. This, but it, I don't know. This is the longest movie I think we've ever watched on this. It's probably going to be one on soonish that's going to be a little longer, but this is, this was a long one, but it didn't feel. It didn't feel long, no. but it was two and a half hours, which we, the horror movies are not two and a half hours. Like, this is the first one we watched that was, like, excessive. And the next, the next one is the same length. Yeah. 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 So th this one was, it was good, but it just, it kept me, like, thinking, and I was looking at stuff. So it's like, I was in a different zone where usually when I watch horror movies, I just kind of enjoy the ride. This one, I was constantly looking at stuff because this one was, like, Hey, if you see this, hey, you know what the fuck's about to happen. Yeah. You're like, oh shit. You know, I was getting nervous because Yeah, it's one of those things where you definitely have to be paying attention the whole time. This is not a movie where you can just like, oh, let me kind of like check my Facebook and like share some memes while I'm watching this film. Like you cannot look away from the screen because you will miss something that is important later down the line. Like there's so much just intricately woven plot. Yeah, through the whole thing, it's fucking nuts. Yeah, so uh, yeah, enjoy the story of Midsummer as best as I can tell it. Uh, this one's a lot, so apologies if things just 
You sound like a train wreck. Yeah, it's crazy. So uh, this the main character, Danny, she has been getting some. Well, she gets one email from her sister back home and it's very troubling to her. And uh, it's very much a like seems like a suicide note, like a goodbye and mm-hmm. so she's been constantly trying to message her and call the family. It's literally like, I can't do this anymore. I'm leaving. Mom and dad are coming with me. I love you. Goodbye. Yeah. Oh, it said everything is black. turned black or something yeah, like that. Yeah, everything is black. Mom and dad are coming to goodbye. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's well, it's a lot. So while this is happening, Danny's boyfriend, Christian, is having this you know existential crisis about his life. He's having like a guy's night. Yes, but then he has wanted to break up with Danny for a bit, as we learned from his friends. And he, I don't know, kind of feels weird because she's been going through stuff with her family. And so he's trying to find the right time, hopefully before the trip that him and his buddies are doing to Sweden. You know, it's the best time to get be single. You're going on a trip. So uh, it's a crazy night. And then lo and behold, she gets a message from, I believe, the fire department or the cops call her later. Call yeah. From the fire department. And her sister, Terry, killed herself in appearance. She filled the, the house full of carbon monoxide from the two cars in the garage. So she tied um, tubes to the like hoses, basically. to the mufflers yeah. and tracked the the carbon monoxide through the tubes into the parents' room. And then taped and, it under the door. Yeah, and so sealed it, it up. Sealed the- and then she hooked up a tube to her mouth and just breathed it in. And so now Danny is, for all intents and purposes, orphan, has no family. So she's already... Gruesome. Yeah, so she's already super fucked up at this point. Uh, Christian's, yeah, as yeah. you can imagine, she's a fucking emotional wreck. Because... Not only is Christian thinking about breaking up with her, she's also, she's aware that Christian is like, that they're on the rocks and they're like not really doing great. And then she was concerned about her family and then her family just is fucking dead. Like, girls going through it. (laughs) Yeah. Yup. So, uh, she learns at a party uh, because she doesn't want to just stay in her room the whole time. She's trying to make sense of the depression not get over it yet because some people take a long time to get over things like that uh she overhears that christian and his friends are going to sweden for a uh anthropology study because they're trying to find a thesis right or a theme for their one of uh one of the characters has a has his thesis figured out already yeah but and then the other ones are going yeah but he's gonna like that's what his thesis is based on it's like cults or like traditional cultural festivals. Yes. Yeah. He's going to go study. And then the other two are coming with him. I don't know what the purpose of the third guy is, but Christian's like trying to figure out what his thesis is going to be. Yes. Basically. The other two, uh, well, the other guy just wants to get high and just have fun. So he, you know, it's, it's an excuse to go to Sweden. Yeah. And so, uh, Danny hears this and she's like, Oh, you're going to Sweden. And then I didn't know that. Christian Weasley is like, I mean, we I didn't like decide yet. It's in like two weeks. I might go, might not go. Just, like, bitch, you already bought plane tickets. Like, yeah, like real bullshitty stuff. And then he invites quotation mark Danny to it, but he's like, Oh, she's not gonna go, you know. But I told her we want her to go. So lie to her and tell her that 
she is invited, but she's not going to come because she's all depressed. Lo and behold, she does go. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think that was the best trip for her. I mean, it's not the best trip for any of them, as yeah. we find out later. But uh, I guess she just wanted to change her pace from just laying in her room. But... Why did she wanted to t- an attempt to fix the relationship? Because she knew shit was going bad. Yep. She was like completely aware of the fact that she had been leaning on Christian too much emotionally because of all the stuff with her family. And she was trying to like, this trip was like her attempt at fixing that. Yeah. So they meet a friend and he tells them about his, uh, where he grew up that every 90 years, they have a um, celebration, a midsummer celebration, uh, the Harga. Higher, higher, higher guys. There's circles and lines everywhere. Yeah, but. Orga. Yeah, and uh, Pele. 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 Uh, he invites them there. Uh, yeah, there apparently there's pictures everywhere that show him being a man. But uh, so they get on the plane and they fly out. Obviously, Chris. Oh, Chris is such a shitty dude. God. Yeah. Um. So they. <laughs> They land and make it to the commune after walking for a little bit. And they meet Simon and Connie, an English couple from London, where um, Pelly's brother, Ingmar. Yeah. Yeah, Ingmar. Ingmar invited them. So it looks like people have gone out into the world and brought back friends to observe this celebration, which yeah. instantly I'm I'm black. So I just see weird stuff. I'm going like, oh, so all those people just came around and just genuinely, brought people here. I was like, genuinely, That's weird. when we were watching this movie and like Chidi was part of the gang, Chidi from the Good Place, I was like, well, hold up, like <laughs> you lone black dude in this group of white friends didn't like consider that this is just horrible like no but he's in the history and stuff history people are, are weird and different history people should be even more on their nah. fucking shit because he knows nah. the history of these things nah. and how racist and horrible the world has been nah, history people are weird so he, he had an out so while they're here no. at the commune i was catching all of these like yeah oh dude no just leave yeah uh getting prepared for the celebration a nine day celebration there's a lot of nines in this movie um they take constant drugs like mushroom drinks and stuff they're constantly keeping people just drugged up and they see different things there's tons of hallucinations uh danny sees her family multiple times in this movie yeah it's very the drugs are into like open you up spiritually to what is about to happen and like free you yeah it but it gets weird so uh little by little oh another fun fact in this movie anytime um people in the commune talk to each other sometimes they do not show what they're saying in translations they don't show it because the director thought that would be even more scary because like you're right next to people and i was like oh let me change my language real quick and say something but i'm smiling and they're like, oh, sh- what did they say? And they're like, I don't worry about it. And I'm like, that's really yeah, scary. It was scarier that yeah, way. That's really scary. So uh, there are multiple times where you don't know what they're saying and you just have to wait for the ride to end. Um, so the first day they witness uh, at Stupa, I want to say is the name of the tradition. So uh, second day. Yeah. So they get to, what was it? 72. 
72 years old. So their life plan in this commune goes by nines or multiples of 18s. 18s. 18s, still nines, but uh, multiples of 18s. Uh, Stephen King would love this whole situation because he did tons of stories involving nines. But um, uh, at 72 years old, that's the end of your life. And actually- Pele like jokes about it er earlier in the movie and they're like oh when you get to 72 what happens and he like you know slices his throat and they're like but he smiles when he does it and they're like oh okay oh you're joking like ha 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 so uh Chidi or Josh I'm gonna call him Chidi because I like the good place yeah same uh he knows what's going to happen that day and he doesn't tell any of the other ones and he's kind of like you just got to see it and he's like is this for real what's gonna happen like this the real one and he's like and he's like, oh, shit, tomorrow's going to be fucking crazy. So two members from the group go up to a cliff. And well, first they have the dinner thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird dinner. Yeah. And then they're at the head of the table. And it's a lot of talking and just tons of cryptic words said. And then they take a drink and they look at each other and then they get ready, head up to the top of the cliff. And then one of them jumps off. And then, girl. and then just smushes onto a rock. And she then head first into a fucking rock on purpose. Uh, all of the people in the crowd that aren't from there are like, what the fuck is this? Screaming, crying. Yeah. Exactly how you would be if you just watched a 72-year-old person jump off a 40-foot cliff onto a large boulder. Yes. The uh, two English people, they get really loud with the situation. They're like, we're done with this. And uh causes some... Uh, strife in the whole situation and uh they actually yell to the last person that's on the cliff like don't jump don't jump it doesn't matter they you know they're part of the group the guy jumps off the cliff he lands but he doesn't die his leg is spaghetti at this point he lands on his feet yes so oh god it's like those videos where weightlifters are like fucking pushing a leg press and their knees just bend backwards (laughs) That's, that's called going flamingo. It was this old dude went fucking flamingo when he hit that rock. It yes. was horrible. So while he's on the ground, garbage, uh, just wailing in agony. Oh, the whole crowd is now wailing in agony like he is. Uh, a thing that they like to do is share emotions uh, with people. So while that's happening, uh, people come up with a gigantic mallet and they smush his head in. Yep. Uh, they swing like I think four times. Yeah, Multiple people the grab. Group, they get one. They, they get a mallet swing. So at this point, a lot of people are like, I'm done with this shit. That was crazy. Uh, the elder is trying to calm down Danny and her friends, saying that it's, that's what we do when we get to 72. When I'm 72, I'm going to welcome I'm this gladly. situation. You know, um, the English ones, they, they yell and they say that they're 100% done with this and they're trying to scoot out. Um, so we'll find out whatever. So Christian decides he's going to write his thesis on this whole practice because Josh, Josh's, um, thesis was going to be just over, um, European, uh, I guess European, yeah, right? yeah. European, like festivals, yes. things like this cultural festivals, yes. cult, big cultural events. Yeah. And so Christian's like, well, I'm writing it just on this group. This, on the hard, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be a little more specific. And Josh is like, you know why I came here, man? Like, why are you being an asshole? You copying my idea. And Christian's like, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm a good guy. Uh, no, you ain't, bitch. <laughs> so obviously it's, it's 
So Danny wants to leave because she just saw two old people die. And uh, Pele convinces her to stay and saying that um, he's connected with this group because he was an orphan when he was little. And you're an orphan. So, you know, we're sharing emotions and stuff. Like orphans together. Right. And like, I love you, even though you're dating. What's his head? So Simon and Connie, they decide to leave. And uh, I don't know if the people listening, if you're in a relationship or you just have a really good friend with you. If I decide to leave and you decide to leave, I know in my heart that you will not leave without me when we just saw some wild shit go down. So Simon left early and left Connie there because he's like, oh, well, she'll be on the next ride. Oh, the truck only seats two. So uh, Simon just left without you. And then I'll take you. And then she's like, no, he wouldn't do that. Why would he leave me? And she's like, fuck it. I'm just going to walk off. You know, I'm leaving. I'll find my way there. Later on in the movie, uh, actually pretty soon after this, you just hear screaming, just nondescript screams. And you're like, oh, she didn't get anywhere. They snatched her up. So that's two people down. Uh, This movie's craziness. So um, a little bit later, Mark, he is the one asshole in the group that just, he's just an asshole. He just wants to, he's there to just party. He reminded me of like Stifler. Like he wasn't paying attention to anything that was happening. Just like a douchebag the whole time. So Mark unknowingly pees on a tree because he has to pee. And it's the ancestral tree. So anytime people die, they cremate them. And they put the ashes onto the tree. So that tree has everybody that's lived there in that commune. Their ashes are there. And he peed on it. Uh, a few guys are really, 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 really mad about this. And they say some words that you don't know of. And they just watch him. At the dinner that night, uh, the guy's just looking at him. And he's like, that looks like that dude wants to fucking kill me. And I'm like, yeah, Mark, you just peed on a fucking like special tree. Uh, the whole movie, this girl, Inga has been just kind of making eyes at Mark and she lures him away after dinner. And he's like, well, I'll be back. She, she said she wants to show me something. <laughs> She's boobies. Uh, so Mark is just gone. And that night, Josh sneaks into the temple because he uh, he learns about this uh, sacred text in this rune book. And he asked the, the guy in charge, he's like, hey, can I take a picture of this? And he's like, no, absolutely not. And he's like, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Sneaks in that night. And he's taking pictures of things. And he's like, fuck this. I'm going to get my thesis. And then he gets, oh, he sees someone walk up to him. And he's like, oh, Mark, what are you doing, man? Like, close the goddamn door. I'm not supposed to be in here, man. And he gets cranked in the head with a hammer and gets mushed up. Uh, The director says in the commentary, as I learned, that was Pele that found him in there. And he mushed his head in. Uh, No, no, it wasn't Pele. It was the guy who, it was Ulf, the guy who got pissed at him for pissing on the tree. Okay, well, the director lied. I read it somewhere. But yes, uh, there were tons of really bad people. Uh, So he sees a guy just standing there and he thought it was Mark. It was Mark's face on some guy's body. Yeah, that was a lot. So yeah, so he was just standing there. I I assume that was the mad guy. And he skinned Mark. Yeah. Either way, two people down in the group. Yeah. uh, At this point, Danny wakes up the next day. And it's just Danny and Christian. And she's like, where's Josh? Where's Mark? And they're like, oh, our text got stolen. Probably your friends did it, right? And they're like, no, we're not. Christian's very Weasley. He's like, we're not involved with them. You know, we're not friends with them. We're not know. this. We're not that. Yeah, whatever happens with this. Hey, man, that's that's and, not us. You know? Danny's just like looking at him like, 
bitch what yeah uh, oh i forgot the whole movie um we get a look at another giant picture and it tells a story of a girl and she fall she wants to fall in love with this guy and she puts parts of her body into food and drink like her pubic hair oh. and her menstrual blood and the guy falls in love with her the end and we just get that story really quick and you're like yep. huh. it's a love potion yes uh little by little there is a redheaded girl in the commune that keeps looking at christian and in uh one of the days uh he eats a meat pie and he's like oh what the hell is that and he pulls out this giant hair and mark's like that's a fucking pube man what the hell's happening and his drink is a lot redder than everyone else's drink uh what yeah uh, right when the glasses went down i was like why is this drink redder oh that's period blood <laughs> uh what? yeah this nope no nope. this was a crazy nope. one the, this uh, whole situation is just so yeah. fucking gross. So the next day, Danny is uh, drugged once again, and she is in a Maypole dancing competition where you just dance as a marathon, and the last person standing wins. It's like that episode of It's Always Sunny where they dance for the, the ownership of the bar. <laughs> so um, she wins after, I assume, maybe a couple of hours of dancing. There's hours and mm-hmm. hours because the band is just like dead on the side, like yeah. barely moving their arms. Like. Yeah. So uh, she is crowned the May Queen. Hooray. Uh, she's very happy. She kind of seems like she found a place where people care about her, which she did not get while she was in America. Like it seemed like she had no connection to anybody else except Christian and his shitty friends. So well, I mean her family, but they're all dead. So. But they're far away. You know what I mean? Like yeah. right in your face kind of connections. Uh, she's getting that here, and she's very happy about it. Um, she sits down at a dinner. While this is happening, Christian is super drugged. They give him a drink, and I don't know why they're still drinking things. And you find getting out right. that he is getting prepared to get into a sex ritual with the girl because I, I guess when the midsummer situation happens, one girl in the group is picked. And then someone that comes in to watch the the festival is picked because um, they need to make more people. And they if you just keep, the yeah, bloodlines. yeah, and if you keep just having sex with people in the same situation, it just it doesn't work like that. So it's kind of like Amazon's like the story then because they always snatch up like sailors that crash land on the yeah. the land and they just have snoo snoo. They need new DNA. And then they like get the fuck out of yeah. here. And then they make kids. And so uh, this happens. And so he is having sex with this little girl and there's a room full of naked don't not little girl she's not a child just to be clear <laughs> okay it's better i guess uh, a, a person a lady uh and there's women in the room sharing the whole situation it's it's a lot yeah the, <laughs> the most intense scene so uh danny after doing her may queenly duties of blessing all the crops and all that stuff and singing and learning songs really fast and she learned how to speak their language really quick while she was drugged up dancing so it was really nice of her uh she discovers them having sex and she freaks out and has a panic attack christian afterward is like oh this is a lot and he gets up and runs off so uh i learned that in the movie you see his junk in uh these scenes and he said that he was fine doing these scenes naked because he saw so many horror movies where 
the women have to be naked and they're running from things and doing stuff. And he's like, oh, it's kind of seems a little fair that I should do that. I just did something really like weird and I'm running off. So like, yeah, I wouldn't, the camera angles wouldn't be like that. And my junk would be out. So uh, he did, he did that scene and he was running around with his, with his junk out. And I was like, oh, that's really cool of you. Um, so uh, while she's panicking and freaking out, the younger girls around her who make queen friends, they like share in her like emotion and they scream with her and cry with her. And it seems to help out. So uh, Christian, after the drugs wear off and he runs into like the shack, he finds Simon. Simon didn't get that far. Good for him. Uh, they did something called a blood eagle. So it's a Viking situation where they break your ribs from the backside of your body, cut you open and take your lungs out and place them like you have wings. And well, they're still connected and they still kind of work. Ish. Uh, was, apparently, like the diaphragm. Definitely breathing. It was fucking yeah. gross. So apparently you need your diaphragm for the lungs to really work. So it does keep you alive a little bit, but you're not living that long. Oh, so it's yeah. a fancy way of just torturing people. The fact that he people. was still alive at this point would have been like four days since the last time anyone saw Simon is incredible. Yeah. So uh, Christian's like, holy shit, we need to leave. And then it's time to get the fuck out. Old guy comes behind him and he's like, pocket sand. And, <laughs> he and he's, he's like, <laughs> yeah, sprays some dust in his face and he goes down just like, hey, in a uh, uh, Luke Cage season two, when he fights uh, Bushmaster on that bridge and he's like, oh, I'm getting my ass beat by the good guy. Pocket sand. And he just kicks him off the bridge. Uh, so he, he's paralyzed at this it's point. Like every old magic thing that you've ever seen. Hey, man, dust in the hey, face look, gets you good. Dust. Right? <laughs> so the commune, they explained to Danny that to purge the place of evil, nine human sacrifices must be offered. So they, four victims from the outside uh, by Pele and Igmar, and then four victims have to be members of the group. So we got two of the old people. And then two people are going to choose to be victims. Hey, uh, what was it Ingmar and... Old guy. Yeah. Um, old guy. And then, old. Um, and then May Queen gets to pick the, the last one. one. And so either it's a lottery chose person or... Like, fuck it. We got what we needed from Christian. So if you want to kill him, go ahead. And so she chooses Christian. And he gets stuffed into a bear that we saw earlier First, in the movie. That dusk paralyzes him. Yeah. Yeah. So he's yeah, so super yeah. fucked up. Okay. So he's stuffed into the bear and placed into a room. So there was a, a ritual room that we saw at the beginning of the movie. And they say like, oh, we don't go in there. No one's allowed to go in yeah. there. You find out why. It's for all the sacrifices. And they're going to set them on fire. It's full so of hay. We, huh? Yeah, it it's full of hay. hay. Yeah. Uh, it's like a so we, so we see... Early. Right, so we see all the friends uh, that died earlier, and we see Simon and Connie. Yep, Connie's body is waterlogged, like she's been in water for a while, and they dragged her back. And then uh, we see Josh. uh, We saw his leg earlier, just stuffed in the ground, but we see his body. And Mark is scarecrow of Mark. Yes, uh, he's just stuffed with straw, straw, and that's his body. They're all propped up. And then Christian sat in the middle in his bear suit, which actually looks pretty cool. And they set it all on fire and they all burn Uh, in multiple scenes. At this point, the last 25 minutes get really symbolical and stuff like that. You see Danny's family 
in the crowd as they cheer her on. Uh, they, they're all just there. Uh, they're the ones, they don't smile. So everybody else is like, yay, go make queen, go make queen. They just walk by and look at her and then they get behind her. Um, Danny's sister, her face is just in the trees later with the tube in her mouth. Uh, yeah. Multiple, just everywhere. There's something popping somewhere. And so uh, I saw a couple of these. I was like, God, that's our mom and dad. Yeah. Uh, but, but apparently there are tons more just weird things behind her. Uh, this is the type of movie where, you know, you, gotta you, watch see, it more than once. you know, it's color in front of you, but then you're like, what the fuck was that in the back? Yeah. It's that kind of movie. Um, the temple, it catches on fire and everyone's like mimicking the screams of all the people inside burning. Well, of the two guys that are alive. Yeah. And can scream. And Danny's crying at first, but then she starts smiling. And she's like, yeah, I like this. I like murder. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. The <laughs> end. Uh, Midsummer. It's it's a lot, but it was, it was pretty cool. I liked it a lot. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I told Katie, I looked at her and I was like, so if we were at something like this and I saw two old people fall off a cliff, I'm going to grab her hand, look at her. I'm like, we're fucking leaving. I'm not going to freak out in front of these people because this is a normal Tuesday to them. If I freak out, they're like, oh, he might run off or something. We might need to kill him. We're going to stay quiet. And then we're scooting the fuck out. And like, no, no, no. When I get help from, hey, can you give me a ride? I left my like, like, like boombox over there. Can you give me a ride back? And then we're going to bop him on the head. I'm going to steal that truck and we scooting the fuck out. So, you know, when those English kids were like yelling and stuff, I'm like, y'all, y- y'all causing too much issues. They looking at you. Nah, just stay quiet and just leave when not looking. I'm never putting you in that situation. Yep. Well, Never. Obviously. I'm not gonna be there. You know, yep. Hypothetical me yes. if I was there. Got me fucked up. I'm gonna go to a fucking that's a cult. Five minutes, five minutes in, I'm like, this is a goddamn cult. I'm leaving. Oh yeah. But okay. The second thing the second they got there, they just like handed out shrooms to everyone. They're like, okay, we're gonna take it all together so we could trip together. I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not really a cult mm-hmm. thing. That's what people do. You don't want to freak out at a different time when someone else freaks out. It gets weird, apparently. Yeah, or you could just not. <laughs> okay, so what was everybody's favorite character in Midsummer, Katie? This is very hard because literally every fucking character in this movie sucks. Um, so I chose Connie, who is the British girl. And she seemed to be the only person in this entire movie who had their fucking head on straight. Yep. Um, from the jump, like they got there, she was like, okay, like let's do shrooms or whatever and hang out. Like this will be fine. And then they get to the part with the old guys, the old the two old people jumping off the fucking cliff. And instantly she was like, nah. I'm out, son. Like, we're done with this. Like, get, let's get the fuck yeah. out. And from that point till the point where she gets snatched the fuck up and murdered, she was the realest person in this movie. She's like, yeah. Simon would never leave me. This is bullshit. I'm leaving. Like, let's fucking go. She was so done with these people's bullshit. And I feel Connie. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Emma. Uh, I am going to say Danny because she was like, wow, my entire family is gone. I have nothing. My boyfriend is garbage. I'm just going to go on this trip and see what's up. 
And then just, she literally went on a whole fucking thing while she was there. And I was like, okay, girl, now you're feeling yourself and yourself only. You're not out here worried about somebody else's business. So, but yeah, no, it was really hard to like people in this movie. Yeah. Micah. Hmm. I don't know. I guess I'll go with the um, what was the main like the the leader his name Irv or Ver- Siv? Siv. The Siv. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Siv. She was kind of like the leader of this group. Um, I don't know. She, she knew how to de-escalate situations very very quickly and handled business. But, I mean, like everybody said already, it's really, really hard to have a favorite person in this entire movie. Because everybody's just pretty shitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, not not very insightful on my end, I know. But, <laughs> Otis, what about you? I mean, honestly, you're going to have more info than me. I did not have a favorite character. Usually in horror movies, there is somebody as a final girl. There's some silly person that was doing too much silly shit. And I'm like, I like that. I didn't like anybody. I know Danny goes through things and she actually gets better at the end in a very weird ass way. No, she did get better because at the beginning, she was very much like dependent on Christian. She's like, hey, I mean, I know he forgot my birthday, but he's not that bad of a guy. She was like, like covering for him. I mean, she got independent, but I don't know that that's better because she got independent and was like you know what's great about being independent murdering folks yeah well honestly she got rid of one hurdle and then joined yeah, one a cult. vice for another yeah and she, she joined sure a cult did. so yeah but i didn't like anybody they were all crap and that's always a fun fact with films that aren't based in america usually all the americans are shitty <laughs> and they all well danny was was the least shittiest one but they were all kind of shitty um, Mark was pissing on stuff he shouldn't have been pissing. Yeah, it was just bad. So I didn't like anybody in this movie. I, maybe the I don't know, the metaphors were the my favorite thing in this fucking movie. Yeah, a lot of cool shit. But no, nah, I ain't like anybody in this movie. So, what was everybody's least favorite character? Katie, Christian. Yeah, he was hot fucking garbage the whole time. Like yep. you're in college, you're preparing for a thesis so you are getting a master's degree and you're not man enough to just break up with your fucking girlfriend like shit clearly isn't working out grow the fuck up yeah well he can't he's dead well i know he's dead now but like (laughs) from the get-go from the jump of this movie he was just a super douche and then he kept like finding reasons to invite her to like to make it okay with his friends even though all of his friends hated her and like hey sign number one your fucking relationship isn't working out everybody hates your your person like "Mm, probably a sign that's not working and then he just took her all the way to sweden and just it was just so fucking bad like christian was horrible agreed yeah is that your least favorite too emma uh, I had both Christian and Mark. I did not like Mark. He was very disrespectful and he yeah. was 
twice the mega douche that Christian was. And I just, when he's like, it's just a dead fucking tree. And I was like, oh my God, you're so fucking rude. Oh. Yeah. Micah. Uh, Pele. Suckered him in. Tried to steal his girl. I mean, Christian was shitty to begin with, but still tried to tried to steal her, scoop her up, and he's like, no, no, I'm this innocent foreign guy. Everything's fine. Look at my adorable smile. See? Don't you feel better about all this? Yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, everybody's gonna die. Right. My but least... Oh. My least favorite was Christian. Uh, easy. Uh, usually that type of character in a horror movie, uh, they make it maybe halfway and then they get their comeuppance. It took so long for him to get his comeuppance. Yeah, uh, he didn't die until the very fucking He end. went through a lot, but he was shit from like minute one of this movie. Yep. And I was like, oh, we got. I got to sit here for two and something hours watching this dude be an asshole. I was like, Ugh. So that sucked. Because he was shit from the beginning. He didn't have like a, he was cool and then like midway, he's like, fuck everybody, I want to go. And you're like, oh, you're shitty. You shitty from the beginning. I was like, oh, this is too early. It's too early for me to hate you. Uh, but now he was poop. Christian was absolute, just dumpster water in this movie. Yep. Yep. Okay. So let's do seven word synopsis. So I got a couple. I giggled making these. So uh, I don't want new people right now. So in their first mushroom trip, Mark was like, is that a new person? I, I don't want new people right now. <laughs> he was like laying down. He's like, I, I, I can't do this. Uh, he's still alive. Go get me mallet. <laughs> uh, just saw some heads explode. Got a boogie. <laughs> Look at Kay. We need to get the fuck out of here. Uh, Christian A. Pube pie in period blood. <laughs> and then this movie is a modern wicker man yeah wicker man isn't that that movie with uh with nicholas cage yes it is uh if you know the ending the wicker man christian and that bear makes a lot of sense to this uh that movie's an absolute mess uh yeah uh katie okay um take drugs from strangers you die in a day Um, <laughs> Swedish Shroom Festival facade for murder cult. Goddamn right. Yep. Um, Danny drank all of the damn shroomade. Yep. She just she ugh. just kept chugging it. Fuck it. And then my last one. They Harley Quinned that old man's face. <laughs> yeah, they did. Her giant mallet. That's all I can see. Fuck. <laughs> so bad. Micah. You break your legs, I mallet your face. Yeah. Oh, he's still alive. Mush mush. Yes, it yours. is. No, you said that. Shroot Farms just took a bad turn. <laughs> 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 no, my, my original one was it looks like shroot farms out here and then you said that one <laughs> no and then i said do you want that one for you and you said yes write it down oh i thought i was no i have plenty 
So, okay, mine are suicide-induced vacation gets fucked up quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Great explanation, but boy, I wouldn't jump. (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. Because when she was like, something, something, instead of waiting for yourself to fall apart and all this, you just, you serve your purpose and then you're done. And I was like, okay, cool, but... You know what I'm not jump doing is jumping off a fucking cliff. No. Uh, and then I said, why does Dare not use this film? Oh, right. And then my two alliteratives. Rough relationship really wrecked rendering rage retaliation. <laughs> and then hippies have huge hoedown. Hayride heckin' hurdy. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this movie came out July 3rd, 2019 in America and July 10th, 2019 in Sweden. Uh, how much do you guys think the budget for Midsummer was? Katie? Five million. There was nothing to this movie besides blood and like an open field. And period. Right. And a trampoline. Yeah. Uh, Emma? 7.8 dollar dues. 7.8. Micah? Two dollar reduce. Two dollar reduce, Bob. And retail price for Midsummer was nine dollar reduce. So pretty. I mean, in horror movie money, that's pretty cheap. Yeah, pretty cheap. So, uh, what do you guys like? A lot of prosthetics. No, the cost of flowers. I mean, they did have to make a few, uh, like body dummies of people. Some CG. Like flowers just breathing the whole time and oh, yeah. grass blending into things. Those tapestries probably weren't cheap to make. But yeah. yeah. The background stuff. It was very intricate. Prop yeah. heavy. That yeah. one, the like house that they stayed in, the like little kid house that had all the painting yep. all over the place. That probably took them fucking a lot of fucking time to make. Yeah. To make it look that way. Okay. So what do you guys think the box office for Midsummer was, Katie? Mm, $50 reduce. $50 reduce. Emma? 45 45 47 boop, 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 boop. Micah? Uh, 60 $60 reduce. The box office for Midsummer was $47.9 reduce. Yep. Uh, uh, this movie made five times. It's it, it, easily. Like, it, it just... I don't know it had that allure when it came out. I wanted to watch it honestly. It just I just never got to it. And I remember Terrell told me about it. Like I've the heard... trailer for this movie freaked me the fuck out. Like yep. I did not want to watch. It looked so fucking scary, and it ended yep. up not being that scary while watching it. It was just like fucking weird. Like people were dying, but it was just like it was more weird than it was like horrific. It was creepier to me. than it was scary. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, it was very much a story like, hey, don't fuck with stuff. You know, it, like I said, it's Americans get into a situation not in America is always scary. Fear of the unknown. Yeah, it always gets you good. So that, I mean, mm-hmm. that's why that theme always pops up in scary movies like this. Yeah. Uh, the it's weird. All the reviews, people loved it, and they said that it, you know it's more creepy than scary, but. Yeah. You know, it's hard to be scary, but if you can make people just feel 
something while they're watching it, like, oh, I don't like this. That That's worth the price of admission right there. I had a great time because I was like, oh, shit, you know? Show me some weird pictures. He's like, hey, let's go around this corner and see what happens. I'm like, oh, shit, no. And, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I got the right emotions that they wanted me to have. I felt great. So um, I know I told all you guys and hope you didn't forget before October starts, so September 30th, 31st? 30th. 30th. Uh, we're going to have a quick episode before we start the third annual Halloween Screamathon. And we'll talk about our top five movies of the, the, year. the year. So go back to last October. So at some point, you guys want to look up episodes and see what we did. Uh, but this is the second one of this month. That's how you know I'm fucking for horror. It's really good. Uh, one Cut of the Dead and in Midsummer, I'm putting a little check by it. Uh, I'm putting I'm putting this one right now. I need to go back and change it up, but it's the second one in my top five. I like this movie a lot. Yeah, one cut of the dead's my top right now. Yeah. So yeah. this is the second one in mine. I probably have my five already if I go back and look, but it's still I still got like still got four months. months. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. But Midsummer's pretty solid. I liked it a lot. I'm I'm yeah. definitely gonna buy a copy of this so I can sit down and just listen. To commentary and stuff. I really liked it. So, uh, does anybody have anything else to say about Midsummer? Watch it. It's a good one. It's a good one. I liked it. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about Sweden, you can tweet us at Alan Tumpod. We have an email. It is Alan Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Alan Presents. So, if this is your first episode, yeah, this is a good one. Good for you. <laughs> good for you hopping yep. in on the train right now. Yep. Uh, if it's, sorry if it was confusing. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that. This movie's a lot. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to listen to some more, we have 134 other episodes up of just scary movies. Just scary movies. We have tons Damn. of stuff here. Yeah. Uh, tons of other things going to be popping up soon. I just get tired, so uh, new ideas will be coming one day. Uh, but uh, no, it's tons of things. Uh, I can't remember Guido was talking to up. We talk about scary movies all the time. Me and my buddy Guido. Oh shit, he showed me. Oh, I gotta make a list, a Guido list, but uh, he keeps showing me things like, man, it's pretty fucked up. You should watch it. I'm like, oh shit, that looks fucked up. So uh, I don't know if he's seen this one, but I need to tell him, like, you need to watch Midsummer. So he's like, oh, sure. Uh, but no, this is really fun. So for everybody here at Allentown Presents, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back next week with another foreign horror film. And then next month will be sci fi, right? Mm hmm. Yeah, sci-fi horror. I'm very excited. I know my pick. I think Mike has got his pick. He's very pumped for it. Uh, I am. Mm. Sci-fi is my shit, and sci-fi horror is up there. So, uh, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back very soon with another episode. Bye. Toots. I think I ate one of her pubic hairs. Sounds probably right. <laughs>